Well, I'm going to talk about worst films of the years, uh, films of the year lists. Because apparently there's some belief now you can't do them, that they're mean-spirited. And I'm not, I don't think I agree. I mean, I, you can do a worst film of the year list if you do a best films of the year list, I think. Uh, I think the worst films of the year reveals much about the movie industry and the, and the movie-going experience as the best films of the year. And, you know, as long as you're not overly, as long as you're not overly mean, I, I don't see the problem with doing a worst films of the year list. Well, I got a few thoughts about some of the worst films of the years that are appearing in other people's lists. I'm not doing a worst films of the year list because I like most of the films I, I saw this year. And even two that I kind of, and maybe there's a couple I might not watch again. I don't know that's enough to, that's, I don't know that's enough to say that they appear in the worst films of the year list. You know what I mean. Okay, so I'll get started. I'll talk about two in this segment and then go and do another two in the next segment. The Winnie the Pooh, The Blood and Honey. I've heard it's terrible. It looked like a cheap, cynical cash grab. Ooh, we're taking it a, a beloved childhood character. Beloved ch character of children's literature. And we're making him a fourth-rate Jason Voorhees. How shocking. Yeah, I've... I've heard that. Yeah, I thought it looked... I thought it looked... I thought it looked... Like a cheap, cynical... A cheap and cynical cash grab, and I didn't watch it. Reviews seem to suggest that I was right. Um, I didn't hate the latest Ant Man movie. I didn't finish it. This is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and uh, I lost interest some point along the way watching that. I may have watched it less than 45... I may have watched less than 45 minutes of it. I'm not even sure. But I'm pretty sure I watched less than an hour. And the thing I think I liked best in that... The, what I saw was the use of the Welcome Back Cotter theme. Dude. I, I bow to no one in my liking of the Welcome Back Cotter theme. But, you know... Multi-million dollar movie. That's the thing I like best. Kind of tells you I didn't connect with the film. Well, uh, The Flash. Being on this. Being on a possible worst. Being on several worst films of the year list. Does not surprise me. Um, I, I don't think I've seen any positive. Well, maybe I've seen one or two positive reviews, but a lot of them have been negative. Also, it seems kind of... That movie uh, uses, I think, film clips and CGI or some combination thereof to give George Reeve Superman a cameo in this movie. Reeve hated his association with Superman at the end of his life. To re to resurrect him in any digitally 
for a cheap cameo is insulting to his is is an insult. Someone someone should have someone should have said no, don't do this. And if someone did and people didn't listen, then those people well there's there might be something wrong with them. I'm not sure. I was gonna say something stronger, but um I think that covers it. Besides the George Reeve thing, I I just I was never interested in this movie because the biggest the biggest thing people were talking about this movie was the um return of Michael Keaton as Batman. And I'm just wondering in a flash movie Uh, the biggest thing people seem to be excited about is seeing Michael Keaton's Batman. Maybe that means you shouldn't be making a Flash movie. And then the other thing is that it costs so much and it, it lost money. And But that has nothing to do with the quality of it. So yeah, the, I don't, I'm not surprised to see the Flash on the list of bad worst of the year. Exorcist Believer I've I've seen on a few lists. I think Matt Singer screen crush that there's not even an exorcist in this movie. That seems a little odd for a movie called Exorcist Believer. But, you know, whatever. Um Matt didn't say that's the only problem with the movie. Uh, also, apparently, Ellen Barkin was paid... Ellen Burstyn, sorry. Uh, never uh, was paid a boat... Uh, was paid a lot to be in this movie. And uh, she now says she regrets being in the movie. So yeah, I just had no hope for this new Exorcist movie. Um, I think the only Exorcist movie I've ever seen is Exorcist 3. I saw that in theaters. I thought with the, the late George C. Scott. And I don't think I've seen it since I've seen it in theaters. So apparently Exorc I'm not an Exorcist fan. But yeah, I've seen Exorcist Believer on a lot of worst of the year lists. Well, Rebel Moon obviously is on my worst is on a lot of worst films of the year list. I understand it. I don't care for the movie. I called it Battle Beyond the Stars Without the Charm. So I can see uh, I mean, other people will probably go deeper and explain what's what's wrong with it, or why it doesn't work. Other critics have. I just I didn't finish it, um, and uh, I probably never will try again. So that one I can understand how it ended up on a lot of uh, worst of the year move lists. So.
That one I understand. The Anna Jones and the Dial of Destiny, I also understand why that's on some worst films of the year. I didn't hate the movie. I just found the movie more unnecessary than awful. That maybe they could have stopped the Anna Jones movies at third with The Last Crusade. But I wasn't, you know, obviously I was not consulted. I, um, only thing I do remember about the Anna Jones movie, right? Oh, I remember a couple things, but, you know. I just, I can understand why people didn't like it. I finished it. I may never watch it again. I also kind of think I was a little tempted to fast forward to the car chase. But I think I'm getting tempted to fast forward through car chases in a lot of movies now. So. Yeah, I I don't know. Just. I, I guess I really didn't have that high hopes for the Indiana Jones movie. So I'm not that disappointed. But I could see why I could see why it's on worst of the years list. I hear Ghosted, the uh, Apple Plus movie, uh, Apple Plus exclusive movie, is getting on a f on a fair amount of these worst of the year lists. This is Chris Evans and Anna de Armas, and apparently they don't have a chemistry. She's a super spy. He's a regular guy. Maybe you should have put on 10 pounds so he looks like he has a... So he doesn't look quite so Captain America-ish. <laughs> but, okay, whatever. Um, and uh, it's an it's, it's a action comedy. With, and apparently they don't have chemistry. Evans will be fine. He'll, he'll bounce back. Um... Or maybe he won't, and maybe he'll just, maybe if he doesn't, maybe if his next couple projects don't, uh, d don't meet with critical financial success, he'll, he'll start producing. He, you know, if he, if he manages Captain America money, well, he, he should be able to sustain a few duds, you know, a few duds shouldn't hurt him too bad. Anna de Armas, uh, she had her, maybe I'm wrong, but she didn't, she had her semi-breakout role in that James Bond movie, unless she had another movie where she broke out that I don't remember. Well, um, and, uh, she had the big movie last year on Netflix, Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe. Apparently, 2023 was not better, much better for her on film, screen, whatever, than 2022. Yeah, Ghosted, I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of bad romantic, I've seen a bad, I've seen a lot of bad action comedies over the years. Uh, you know, hey, sometimes things just don't work out. And, let's see. Hmm. I've heard that John Cena, Alison Brie movie, uh, Freelance is pretty bad. I think I've only seen one positive review of that. 
But I'd have to check movies some more, but I've seen some really negative reviews of that. And I think one guy called it barely a movie. So yeah, I can understand why that's appearing on a few worst films of the year list. I heard the Marvels was on the worst films. I've seen the Marvels on the, some of the worst films of the year list. I, I've got the movie on pre-order. I'll, I'll see it soon, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. I, I thought the trailer looked decent. And, um, I just have a hard time thinking it's as bad as people say. But we'll see. I mean, I have fallen out of, uh, I have fallen out with some of the Marvel movies. I think not counting the animated Spider-Man movies, which... They're not made by Marvel Studios, so I guess they don't count in this. That I just don't care. I haven't... Wa I think, like... I haven't finished, like, three out of the last five Marvel movies I've watched. Or three out of the last six. I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's three out of the last six Marvel movies I've watched I haven't finished. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder... Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and, um, Eternals. So, maybe I have fallen out a little bit with Marvel. But I'm kind of surprised to see this on the worst films of the year list. Maybe other people are just tired of Marvel. Maybe other people are just a little tired of Marvel, too. Um, which one? So... I should have more thoughts about this later if it belonged on worst films of the year list after I've seen it. Well, I guess that I guess this this is it for this episode. Hope people enjoy it. Hope somebody hears it besides me. But you know, I hope everyone takes care of themselves and has a good has a good 2024.